Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, your kitchens, your baths, your tile, everything having to do with the home. You name it, and we chat about it. And so now on with the show. Well, as everybody knows, I do uh, log my podcast by the date. So today is March 31st. I can't believe we're almost to Christmas. Well, not quite, but almost. Our guest today is Lane Cook. He is the founder and co-owner of Vision Makers. Welcome, Lane. Thank you for giving me your time. Of course. Thank you for having me. Uh, first, uh, maybe out there, nobody knows what uh, Vision Makers is, and I think it's an interesting name, but how did you come upon naming your company Vision Makers? Uh, great question, Nancy. Ba- honestly, when we when I started the company, thinking about mainly we were going into the stone business, but we didn't want to, and, and at the beginning, we were focused on a iconic stone that comes from Mexico and Central America called Cantera Stone. But I found that many companies going into that kind of narrowed themselves by saying just Cantera Stone in their name. And I thought much broader, and I thought, I want to get into the entire realm of custom stonework, where, whatever kind of stone it may be, from wherever it may be. So... I wanted a broader concept. And then I, I, in my mind's eye, I wanted to, and I envisioned broadening the company into other product categories over time. And so I wanted something that was more generalist that just talked to customization and visual beauty. So that's kind of how I came up with Vision Makers. A lot of people think I'm an eyeglass company. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, um, so if people don't know what they want, you actually can help with their vision, right? You can, because I know I have a client that's working with you guys and she's been working with one of your designers. And so you create what she wants. And if she's not happy with it or if she has something else in mind, then uh, he keeps tweaking the drawing so that you create the vision that people might have but don't know how to arrive at it. Correct? That's exactly right. That is exactly. We're all about custom. We're not into the high volume churn out a custom or a standard splotch uh, production line type product. These are all one-offs custom made particularly for you. And in so many instances, what we make, it has to be integrated or installed in a home on the, the stone in the, around a fireplace or on the exterior of a house or a big window, steel and glass window wall. And they have to fit exactly. So a concept photo is great, but it then has to be customized to your fit exactly. And so everything is uh, specifically CAD drawn, site measured, field measured, and verified before anything is ever built. Yeah, this is not going someplace and picking one of the same doors. Maybe there's 10 in a line and you go, oh, yeah, that one will fit. Everything, and I do understand, and if anybody out there has been interested in a custom door or a fireplace, you know that you want something a little bit different. You don't want to have it where everybody in your neighborhood um, has the same thing. So you're the guy to go to. Uh, So what other products have you gone into to offer to your clients? Yeah, sure. Good question. Um, A lot of times people look at us and that's in their mind. They're like, how do you concisely say who you are and what you do? Because you seem to be in a lot of things. 
we we primarily are known for and want to be known for a architectural products company in the realm of stone and steel. So primarily anything to do with customized steel uh, stone products that are three-dimensional, so like fireplace mantles, columns, trims, etc., or highly designed stone where textured, um, beveled, any kind of design features that are value-added or produced to create something architectural, not just a chunk of rock off a mountain. Those are the kind of things that we specialize in when we talk about stone. Same thing with uh, steel, primarily in doors and windows. So steel doors and windows with all sorts of customization built into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do things like metal fireplaces and metal hoods and uh, other type of steel and iron products as well. But when we say custom stone and architectural steel are, are kind of the broader thing that we would qualify ourselves to be. Well, years ago, I used to do a lot of Tuscan designs, and those front doors had all those um, metal curly artwork, and I mean, it was over. <laughs> it was over the top. I agree. And also, I used to design the fireplaces out of Cantera with the um, big corbel types carved and all this other stuff. Well, now we've moved on to the minimalist or to the contemporary or the transitional. And how do you fit in there? Um, wonderful, wonderful question, Nancy. And I, I would like to say that I don't think of architecture as trend as I much as I feel like there's a place for all architectural styles. They just get ebb and flow in popularity at times. But if you create something beautiful, it is timeless in my mind. Now it can be overdone or if too many people do it, it can kind of spur movements in a different direction, which I think goes to your comment about the Tuscan old world look that got maybe a little overused. But if something is done nicely, beautifully, and with good thought and design, as you're paid to, to provide your clients as well, we've, I feel like we're doing something that can be beautiful and timeless for, the, for your life. And I told, oh, I'm sorry. No, I, was okay. say- I was just saying that, uh, with this new movement, we have definitely evolved and because we're design driven, it really doesn't matter if today's trend is contemporary, transitional, mid-century, early American colonial or old world European styles. It really doesn't matter to us where we are on the chronological map of today. We just, uh, we're design driven and we can make it. Well, I was going to say, you're not trend-driven. You actually provide what the trend is. Um, and I looked at your website. I was hesitant about the metal doors because, like I said, with my client, I was looking for something a little more transitional. And I thought, oh, I hope I don't see a lot of this Tuscan. I was blown away as, um, well, I was I was very impressed with your metal doors. And so I uh, put them on product of the week on Designer's Circle. Um, I wish I had um, a place to put all those doors. They are absolutely (laughs) gorgeous. Now, for those people who aren't aware of what I'm talking about, uh, if you go into Vision Makers, is it it visionmakersinternational.com? Yeah, international abbreviated, Mm visionmakersintl.com. And you go into the metal doors, you will see the doors that allow for you to enjoy your beautiful scenery 
if you do have beautiful scenery, you don't want anything blocked. And so I would definitely say yours is the place to go to. Oh, thank um, you. So, there, the line there specifically on our website, if you click into the gallery of, of doors, there's a there's one category there called our Max View line. And that's our iconic slim grid line doors where you have up to 94% glass. And oh, wow. where yeah. still differs from other materials like a wood or aluminum clad door or, you know, storefront aluminum doors or just wood or vinyl or other window types as well is those are all structurally weak, weaker than steel. Therefore they need to be fatter, thicker, and more reinforced. And so we can do large window walls of steel and glass that are 20 feet high, two stories high by X feet long and integrate them with our steel grid system. And you're getting just walls of glass where you can see out and, and they have a nice little nuanced, understated beauty to them but it allows you like you just said to celebrate some beautiful view in the back of your home or out in your garden or a mountain view or things like that it's beautiful how does that work with the arizona heat or heat anywhere in the country if uh, you've got steel and glass how do you keep the heat in um, or out outside of your house <laughs> great question <laughs> To a certain extent, uh, Satan lives in Arizona, and he's our neighbor, and uh, the heat uh, is here to stay. But the wonderful thing about our doors is, yes, steel does have a conductive heat feature to it. But first of all, if, if you're looking at the vast majority of our products is actually glass, and the, the dual-pane low-E glass that we use is twice as heavy and twice as dense as almost any other production window that you have in your home. So if you pick up a four foot by four foot window in your home, it probably weighs 25 pounds. Ours will weigh double or triple that because the R value of our glass systems are just uh, bulkier and more efficient than any other window system. The steel themselves, which is less so, is fully insulated. And so we find that um, the R value of our windows and doors are greater than or even or equal to most systems that are of other materials. That's so, good to know. Yeah. I was hoping you'd tell me what kind of glass. So it's um, double pane E value. So mm -hmm. tempered, so dual paned. They come. They typically will come in a three quarter inch thick dual pane IGI or, or insulated glass dual pane unit mm. filled with argon, and it's a the 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 glass that we use typically we use all different kinds but is what we call solar band 80 which is equivalent to a very like one of the highest end cardinal low e-glass systems so it's amazingly efficient and again superior to almost any other production window you'd buy and what is the the finish of the steel frame um, the finish of our steel we we've done you know we've been in business for 19 years we've tried many different ways and methods but the one that we've settled down to and that we love is we have a four to five step paint process depending on the ultimate finish but we use a very very high grade uh, automotive paint the kind that you would use on a corvette or a mercedes it's not it doesn't have a shine to it but it's, it's oh. flat not but a it's ford a, or a volkswagen you went to the mercedes <laughs> we possibly <laughs> possibly but it's a very it's not a, your common paint that you buy anywhere Better else. quality mm -hmm. very very high quality paint we have two layers of bondo 
I'm sorry, two layers of uh, primer that goes over the steel before the paint goes on. Mm -hmm. This protects all the welding and the antioxidization of the steel itself. Then, on, then we put the two layers of paint on over that. So it's a very hardy system. And as many doors are prone to do over the years is to get scratched or, or somehow damaged maybe by a ladder or by contractors if you're building your home, we're able to perfectly match, match and touch those up in the field versus some other fin factory finishes that once you damage it, even before your house is done being constructed, to try to touch it up, uh, you can see it. It doesn't look right. And so we've been able to overcome that with our new system. It's, it's Most not of the windows I see are black, but do people have a selection of colors? Yeah, we, they sure do, uh, Nancy. There's about six base colors. There's a black. There's different layers of a oil rubbed or a weathered bronze look. And then some silverish pewter looks and then a, a subtle gold look as well. And then we can customize. And we've done a couple doors in fire engine red. I'm not kidding. No, we've I was going to ask about red. Yeah, I, we've done cool. some beautiful uh, deep blue when, uh, to match a uh, blue window system they had throughout the house. We were able to do, do them in blue. We've done yellow, green. So really, we can do pretty much anything as long as there's proper planning. And uh, um, uh, we have our, the relationship with our paint suppliers that we can do it. What's the typical lead time of a, well, say a special color and a large window or door? Um, typically it's an eight to 10 week process. Mm -hmm. It really depends upon, again, some of the customization that you may require in your project. Um, but if it's within the range of normal type customization, there's no unique engineering involved. Uh, it's going to be an eight to 10 week process almost always. So um, eight, eight to 10 mm -hmm. weeks is the manufacturing of the product. Yes. Once what we have an approved design, it, yeah. it's about eight to 10 weeks for the door to arrive. So what would you suggest would be the time frame for somebody to think about what they want, get with you guys so that they can have it designed and then have it produced and installed overall? What do you think? Um, I think if you're scheduling yourself with 12 weeks, you're fine. You okay. should be able to get through the entire process within a 12-week period. If you allow yourself a little more, that's certainly to be commended. A lot of times... Uh, if there's no margin of error built in, people can be disappointed by a little bit. But uh, I think that's a you know 12 to 14 week time period would probably meet almost every scenario where you would be able to get a project completed. And that's typically any product that is customized as you are. But what do you say to the customer who says, but I really need this in four weeks? <laughs> do you say goodbye? I give, a, I give them a big <laughs> hug and I say, God bless you. Uh, we do have uh, we do have some inventory. We have 30 or 40 doors in stock ready mm -hmm. for immediate install within a week or two. Um, so if people are in that much of a bind, if we happen to have something that they like and that works with their home, um, we do have a fast solution there for them. Oh, we, we, this isn't much of an inventory game where you want to have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting there waiting on a door that may or may not turn quickly, but we do have some in a pinch. Uh, we have a good following of custom builders that build spec homes and clients, maybe they're in a remodel scenario and they need something fast. They know they can call us and find something. So you got something for everybody. Hopefully. <laughs> so actually I have a list of questions here that you so nicely provided. And, um, one of the questions is, what architectural style products do you sell? And 
what is it mostly? What is the majority of styles that you sell? Great question. And because I made the question. No, I'm right. Just... I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I still, I got plenty of questions to ask you. Thanks yeah. to you. Oh, that's funny. So honestly, Nancy, again, because we're design driven, we can do anything. But currently this mid-century somewhat industrial or clean linear line transitional designs is really, really popular. And so that is predominant in both the design of our doors and in our stonework. Things are cleaner, linear, less embellishment, less radius, curvaceous, bullnose-ish. It's more, you know, straight lines, sharp lines, clean lines, and uh, celebrating in stone, for instance, they're celebrating the look of the stone itself, not so much in the curvature of the stone. Into I definitely state. agree with that. Matter of fact, when I was looking at your website, I was really impressed again with your clean metal fireplaces. They're gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Yeah, those, uh, those are very popular right now for sure. <laughs> so I know that Vision Makers is growing at an incredible pace. So how do you feel um, or what is the reason for your, your uh, growth rate? Well, good question. And it's driven by a number of things. Um, first of all, people really, really like to work with us. And as you well know, in this industry, it's a small town in the sense that if word gets out that you are good to work with, you have a good service and a good product, um, word gets out. And conversely, so too, possibly. Oh, and yeah. so I feel like in our 19 year history, we have just continued to do nothing but go up, up, up because our commitment to our customers, our commitment to creating reliability, transparency, and you know, uncompromising quality to our products, that's what drives the growth overall. But at the same time, we've uh, acquired two companies over the last two years. One company that was in the steel door business along with some other product lines in Scottsdale, uh, Rustic Decor. We purchased them two years ago. And then last year, we purchased Coletti Doors, um, which was an iconic name in our industry. And I'm sure you were probably aware of them. Mm -hmm. um, they were one of the older iron and custom door companies in the Valley. And um, they were struggling a bit during the um, beginning of COVID. And so it was just the right fit to continue on their legacy by integrating their company into Vision Makers. And so all those things have helped through our growth in, in additional relationships and uh, expansion into the market and, you know, penetrating new client bases all around the valley and beyond. I think one of the main reasons why businesses grow at a rapid speed is customer service. You know, and conversely, if uh, a company doesn't have good customer service, it definitely spreads through the valley or your market. So having a good customer service, I think, is uh, prime. Uh, Thank you. Do, yes. do, yeah. Do you work retail and wholesale can anybody walk in and i know you have a showroom in mesa and one in scottsdale so is it open to the public or are you wholesale only um it is open to everyone and most of the time the type of products that we do require some installation which we provide mm -hmm. but integrated with other construction efforts into a home and therefore it's not as frequent that a homeowner um, can just walk in and buy something and carry it home. 
in that sense of the word, we're very, very dedicated and the vast majority of our business is actually with the trades, the professional trades, architects, designers, and builders. But because of our store in Scottsdale, we do get a, a good clientele that is a little more discerning and empowered to do their own design work and improve their homes on their own. And they, they walk in. We recommend appointments because uh, we have experienced staff to be able to answer questions and guide them through the process, but sometimes they're busy. And so it helps to have an appointment. Therefore you get some uh, uninterrupted time with us. Uh, so on the same note, do you do any work outside of the Valley? I mean, if somebody had a need for your product in California or I'm not going to pick New York, that's kind of far away, but, <laughs> but Colorado when it's not snowing or California or New Mexico, do you do anything out of state? We do. And it is, uh, there has to be some proper planning involved, but Typically, we, we've worked jobs in New York, Florida, Canada, from off the top of my head, Oregon, Hawaii, Washington, Colorado, uh, Utah, Texas, Iowa, Oklahoma. But they are kind of spread thinly over our timeline because, again, it's a product that uh, requires a lot of on-hand expertise. And if our clients have a good builder or licensed contractor in their geography, then they can provide the installation, then yes, we're able to service them. If they're wanting our services to install the product, that is rare indeed. We have and do do that on certain accounts that we have that are of more of a national account, but it is rare. So we do go to, we do service as far as like Sedona, Flagstaff, uh, Payson and down towards Tucson with our own personnel, but further than that, it's typically going to be an installation done by you or your contractor. Okay. So if you did have to ship something to Oregon or Canada, you have to create it and then yes. common carrier, except, uh, sending it to Hawaii. I guess you had to put it on a, oh, on, on a boat. boat. Yeah. We, yeah. A container, we sent 20 tons of uh, carved stonework and, an, and another shipment of about six big doors for a, beachfront property in Oahu. And yeah, so we just basically had to contract full containers to make sure that the products weren't compromised in any way. Wow. So did you ever get, have the problem where when it got there, it was broke if it was a glass door? From time to time, it does happen. Yep. From time to time, it does happen. I, I don't know how it is. I, I'm sure if gremlins were real, they would live in these trucks because <laughs> you put them in yeah. and they're beautiful and you create them and you protect them. And sometimes the odd thing happens, happens. We do lend a lot of uh, support in those cases, Nancy, with people and their contractors that in most cases, there are slight cosmetic defects or problems that can be touched up or fixed in the field. In the more extreme cases, which we've done, which are rare, but we'll, we'll make it right. We will work with the client and figure out a solution to get them to the finish line successfully. So a lot of times when I order, uh, kitchen cabinets and there's glass doors and if it's being shipped from a manufacturer they don't put the glass in the door usually you can get it locally so if you're shipping a large door and it's got a lot of glass do you not ship the glass inserted in the frame or do you do you tell them to get their own glass 
do you do that? We have done all three. We first recommend that we do not provide glass and that they supply the glass locally through a local mm -hmm. glass contractor. That makes sense. Um, and that's the way we prefer it. But we have, uh, under certain scenarios, when we have enough uh, enough quantity of an order that we can fill a truck where we don't have to worry about it sharing cargo space with other orders of, of clients, then we know we can strap it and protect it greater. Sometimes we will. So it's kind of a case yeah. by case. Yeah. What is the craziest and the most unique steel product you've ever made? And this was a question provided by you. So I'm thinking <laughs> you have the answer already in your head. <laughs> yeah. So we, we have a wonderful client in the state of Arizona. I won't go more detailed than that, but he, uh, he wanted us to make a crypt out of steel where he could house the ashes of his loved ones in his estate. And so that's what we did. We built a really beautiful steel built enclosure that could be open and closed and therein stored his ancestors ashes in, in their different boxes. And, uh, that was a first for me. <laughs> Is, was that the only time you did that or did the word get out and now you're providing crypts for everybody? No, I only have uh, only one crypt served thus far. Oh, well, as you know, I'm a kitchen and bath designer, and the oddest thing I had to design was an embalming room for a mortuary. Oh, so. my goodness. Uh, Do they even there... need to design the room? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yes, but I had to get into working with the morticians to find out an efficient way that they can work in the room and not something I'd want to do all the time, I'll tell you, because I said my, my one... Um, the thing that I asked them to do is not put me in the same room with people who are dead. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's, I was walking into a room and there was a dead body in a box and I went, ah, I don't want to see that. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a unique one for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I call me if they need any stone to, to beautify the, the room of the, uh, no, they the, do the, work. the embalming room was all yeah. stainless steel so that it could be cleaned and hosed down. Oh, let's not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you believe that we've been talking for almost a half hour and we probably Amazing. didn't even touch on a lot of the questions? But do you have any last piece of advice or a motto that you'd like to leave us with today, Lane? Yeah. I, two things I'd like to leave with you. And thanks again, Nancy, for doing this with us today. I really appreciate it. The two things I'd like to share with you, number one, from the perspective of our stone products, stone is eternal and I am biased perhaps, but when you're looking to beautify a home, and I'm thinking a lot here as well on the exterior, but of all the materials that we use, if we hearken back to our earliest ancestors, mm -hmm. stone has been a primordial material and it's timeless and it can be Mother Nature offers us an immense number of colors, textures, and stories out there. And I would just encourage all your viewers to, when they're looking to do something beautiful and timeless on their home, that they think about using real, genuine stone. And the last thing I want to share with you is just one of my credos. I have it hanging here in my office. It's one of my favorite uh, quotes, and it's what drives me in my business every day. And that is a, a little poem by Longfellow that says, it's four lines, and it just says, the heights by great men reached and kept, and I would add women to there, the heights by great <laughs> men and women reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were toiling upward in the night.
And uh, as well imperfect as I am, I love what I do. And when I train the Vision Maker staff, when we all work together as a team, one of our models is we care a little more, we work a little harder, we try a little more. And uh, we're not perfect, but we are here to please and beautify homes for people and get them to their vision or their dream. And, and it's been a beautiful ride for me thus far. Ah, well put. I just have one quick comment or question. When you were talking about stone fireplaces, uh, columns, last week I did a podcast about how to clean and maintain stone as far as tile goes, whatever the tile uh, material is. Mm -hmm. So if something happened to the Cantera stone, maybe somebody spilled wine on it, how would you suggest they clean it? Great point. The, one of the things about stone is once you have a solvent or an oil-based product or an acid-based product that gets inside the stone, mm -hmm. it's really hard to get it out. Um, just once it gets in, you, getting something out of stone is very, very hard. So you can use topical cleaners. You can do light sanding. The, the biggest success factor here is that before the stain ever occurs is you properly seal the material. And so there are great quality sealants out there that should be used, especially and and most typically just on a horizontal surface, Nancy. Mm -hmm. On a vertical surface, you're not going to typically spill anything. And if you do, it's not going to really penetrate. It's going to roll off. So I'm not I'm not too uh, I don't think it's too important to worry about, especially in Arizona, that's a dry climate, worrying about a vertically faced product. But definitely on horizontal surfaces, they should all have a really uh, high quality sealer put on them. And then we don't get to the point where we have to try to get something that's absorbed in. Out. Right. That's exactly the point that we um, talked about last week. Well, I want to thank you so much for being my guest today. And this was very, very um, educational. I also want to just mention my two uh, sponsors. Now, it's kind of unusual maybe that I have both sponsors are appliance manufacturers. One of them is Monogram and the other one is Thermador. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to talk about them simultaneously. They both are great products. They both have different collections to choose from, and they and I've used them both. And so I couldn't decide, so I decided to use or have both of them sponsor Home Design Chat with Nancy. So I appreciate them uh, sponsoring this uh, podcast. I want to let you know that if you have any more information that you need about Monogram, you can go into monogram.com as well. Thermador has a website thermidor.com and they made it simple for me so I can remember these podcasts without even reading that. So um, that, that makes my life a lot easier. But again, I have used both products and they are great products. I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. I learned a lot and I hope you can subscribe, rate, and comment on the platform you're using to listen to these podcasts. And don't forget to share them with your friends. Every week we bring you more information than you probably could uh, soak into your brain. But it's interesting for me and hopefully for you. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me or for Lane, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And again, I want to mention that my second podcast, which I do weekly, is Hugo Floss. Co. That's Hugo Floss, and I am the creative mom who does a podcast with her nerdy son. We talk about every single thing that has nothing to do with design. So don't forget, <laughs> stay safe, and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Lane. Mm -hmm.